This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Friday. Welcome, Jason Walker Show. Inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave, staying dry from all the rain today. Across the state, snowing on McDonald Pass. A heavy, wet snow is what the, the traffic cams are saying, road cam, whatever they're called. Big show coming up today. That's right, we got on this day in history. Uh, there's a lot of big birthdays today in the world of celebrity sports. We are going to chat with Senator Steve Daines. He will join us coming up in about 40 minutes or so. I want to get his thoughts on his proposal that he submitted, letter really, to Minor League Baseball, Major League Baseball, saying, look, let's let's extend the current situation to two years out, to 2022. Come back. Let's get going. Wait for COVID. And let's come up with a solution to keep Minor League Baseball in the state of Montana. And others, essentially. Uh, we also are going to chat in about 15 minutes with legendary college coach Bobby Petrino. That's right. He will join us coming up. The new head coach of the Missouri State Bears set to host the Grizzlies September 12th. Will that game happen? We'll wait and see. Um there's a lot we don't know. There is some different news coming out that's on the positive, but I'm going to start today by ending where I kind of did, or picking up where I kind of ended yesterday, and that is, look, if you don't agree with me on how or what I say, by all means, let's come onto the show. Let's just let's have a normal civil conversation. I said yesterday that you know. John Burnett from the Helena Senators canceled Wednesday, which is fine because we didn't have a show anyway. And I said yesterday still, I like Coach Burnett. I think he's done a great job, and hopefully we can have him on the show moving forward. Because he was upset with some stuff I said on Monday about I don't think Legion Baseball should be playing right now. And I just have legitimate questions. How are you going to social distance? If the first baseman is standing next to somebody on first base, you're not six feet apart. And there's different, it looks like the Legion coaches are going to try to finagle away around like loophole type stuff. Ready for this? The Bozeman coach said that right now they're, you know, they can only have groups of 10 in one area. Okay. This is phase one of Governor Steve Bullock's plans. So, 
and they don't have to be six feet apart. So my statement yesterday of the catcher, the umpire, the batter all being within six feet of each other apparently doesn't matter now. And then in phase two, which is when the teams can start playing, they say that, you know, it's groups of 50 or less. Well, it appears as if Legion Baseball has found a little bit of a loophole. And that is the Bozeman coach saying, we've got five acres. We can have 50 people down the left field line, 50 people down the right field line, and 50 people in the bleachers. Is that how they meant it? I don't think so. Because those 50 people are not going to be in the same family. You're still supposed to social distance. But back to my original statement. So a guy that I used to be friends with, and I'll say he's not my friend, he tweeted at me yesterday that me calling guys, you know, morons or guys that, you know, won't come on my show. He says, there's a reason people don't come on your show. They don't want to be berated. Well, I'm berating you more for being chickens and not coming on the show. If you want to have a healthy discussion and a legitimate debate over differences of opinions, by all means, I will give you my number. And I've been saying this since the, since the middle of March, since all this crap started. If you don't agree with me, come on my show. If not, quit being a social warrior and typing out whatever you want and then hiding behind it. I texted this dude last night and said, dude, you know my number. You don't agree with me. Come on. And yet not one person in two months of COVID-19 coverage has come on the show to debate me or to have a discussion. And I'll say another name. Is name-calling great? No. Should I have said Jack Wagon? Yeah, I can. Here's the thing. I'm going to call you a chicken until you come on the show. Because I come at you with facts. And this is not directed at John Burnett, by the way. Not at all. Just a couple of keyboard warriors on the Twitter. And I've done a great job, you know, responding. I, I don't. I just don't swear, you know. Drop the uh, quote unquote the f bomb here. Um, but it's just it blows my mind that if you have something to say, you just sit in your basement at your mom's house. Well, in this guy's case, I, he, he he actually does live on his own, but you can come on the show. And we'll talk. There's nothing wrong with a healthy discussion. But you're chicken. You know my number. Call it. You won't. I have another buddy that has a sports show. And we have a difference of opinions on how COVID-19 is being handled. And sports. And maybe it's because I'm, you know, older. Maybe it's because I'm wiser. Who knows? You know, if you want to, you know, give all the, whatever. It's just, it's it's frustrating. You know what's really the most frustrating part for me in all of this? Is I'm becoming someone I don't like. Because of my concern 
of COVID-19, I feel and sound more like someone from the damn liberal media. I'm not preaching fear. I'm just preaching my concern. I'm not even preaching. I'm just issuing my concerns and legitimate questions that still nobody can answer. answer. Nobody wants to come on the show and answer because you don't have answers. And you know what? Neither do I. Nobody does. But if you want to have a discussion, let's go. Bring it on. I'm all about it. Healthy, legitimate discussion. I'm not going to put you on the air if you're just going to be some jackass. But I don't like being or sounding like someone from the liberal media. I'm not promoting fear of COVID-19. You know, here's my, here's my great analogy for this. What's gone on the last two months with COVID-19 reminds me of the all-time cinematic classic movie that was came out in 1987, filmed in Bozeman and in, in Livingston, called Amazing Grace and Chuck. Now, Amazing Grace and Chuck was a story of a kid named Chuck. Had William Peterson, who played Grissom on CSI, Jamie Lee Curtis, Alex English, Gregory Peck played the President of the United States. So this kid decides he's not going to pitch anymore, the star Little League player for Livingston, until there's no more nuclear weapons. The whole world, sports world, comes to a stop. I get nuclear weapons and COVID-19 a little bit different. But at the end of the day, the world stopped two months ago because one NBA player tested positive. So the whole world shut down. But that's what this there's, this reminds me of, is Amazing Grace and Chuck. And if you don't know the movie, watch it. It's, seriously, it's a, it's a cinematic masterpiece. It's really not that great of a movie, but it was filmed in Montana, so we claim it. But at the, <laughs> just that's what this is like. And, you know, was it, was it uh, Hunger Games had the three thing or whatever? Well, Amazing Grace and Chuck had the first three. And the uh, the big one, but it's, uh, so go watch the movie. Some of my friends were in it, and, and we were jealous because old Jim Hathaway, fifth sixth grader at the time, I think he got to say ass or some. I, or it, um, I think he said ass in it, and we were all you know we watched it at like Amherst or at uh, the Rialto. No, it was one of the cinemas in Bozeman. But all of our sixth grade, fifth sixth grade class. Oh, Jimmy got to swear. It was cool. But anyway, go watch that movie, because that's exactly what this is like. The world shut down for sports, and we don't know what we're going to do. We're too reliant on sports. But at the end of the day, I'm sorry for sounding like a member of the liberal media. I'd never want that to happen, ever. And if that, you know, look, I want sports. And it looks like we may be getting some back. The Badlands Bowl got canceled today. Not surprised. I actually thought it had already happened. But it was going to be the last year anyway, but it got canceled. And uh, Augusta Rodeo last night said they're not going to, can- they're not going to hold their uh, rodeo in Augusta in June. So, again, it's not fear that CNN and MS Crapola, C- CBS, all those crappy media stations – 
is spreading fear. And it's not that. But what the hell is so going on that we can't have rodeos in June and July? And again, no, not one of you can answer that question. So I will do my part, I promise, to sound less like the damn liberal media. And there's going to be people pissed off at that too, but you know what? I don't care. You want to debate me on media? Bring it. You want to debate me on anything? Bring it. I've invited people on this show an open-door policy. You can come on the show anytime you want, but not one of you has taken me up on it. One guy has accepted my invitation, and he is a pretty good coach. He's had some problems, but haven't we all? But when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, the head coach of the Missouri State Bears, Bobby Petrino, will join us next here on the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night. Or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinner's Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinner's Done Right thanks you for your continued support, and may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Oh, it is a finally Friday here on the Jason Walker Show. Having a great time. Senator Steve Daines will join us here coming up. We'll chat about the uh, letter he sent off to Commissioner Rob Manfred, Major League Baseball, trying to keep Pioneer League Baseball and keep Minor League Baseball the way it is. And uh, we have On This Day in History... And a whole bunch more still to come. But uh, excited to talk to our first guest today on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. I have never spoken with this man. I have um, talked to, I guess, cousins and brothers and who else? I don't know who else, um, but lots of family members. But it is head coach of Missouri State Bears, Bobby Petrino, joining us. How are you, coach? I'm doing great. How's it going? You know, I'm doing well. It's just sitting here in Helena and uh, and and. Trying to stay dry. It's really rainy, which, uh, you know, you don't like if you're a golf guy. But, uh, yeah, we're having a good time here. Well, that's good. It's been a while since I've been in Helena, but uh, I understand you've had a lot of snow, so I'm, I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's gone over the years uh, or over the months uh, up and down. But, yeah, you know how Helena is. Um, speaking of Missouri State, and that's where you're at, um, how far from Lake of the Ozarks are you? Uh, I think we're about an hour and 15 minutes from the Lake of the Ozarks, and okay. then there's another lake 35 minutes away called Table Rock. So, okay. a lot, lot of nice outdoors. Well, I ask because of the you know the TV show on Netflix, uh, Ozark, which is just huge right now. But uh, um, stay away from Lake of the Ozarks. I, I, it looks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks dangerous. <laughs> Bobby Petrino joining us here, Jason Walker show. Are you ever? Have you ever gotten tired of the the family history questions of the coaching tree and the legacy? No, not really. You know, it, it brings back great memories. To be honest with you, just, just the thoughts of my dad and his accomplishments and all the things that he did at Carroll College and built there. And you know, when my dad first took the job at Carroll College, I had my twin uncles were going to school there. And both of them told him not to take the job. Don't mm. take the job. We can't win at football here. We've never been any good at football here. And um, he sure turned that around in a hurry. Uh, that's an, a mild understatement. And uh, uh, great succession from from Coach Petrino to Coach Van Deest and now Purcell. We'll see how uh, he uh, holds up that legacy. Um, Missouri State just came out with some news today, Coach. It's, a, it's kind of exciting, and amongst all of this COVID-19 talk, it's a it's a chance for maybe some normalcy to start to return. The campus is going to open up uh, next month, and that includes student-athletes. Yeah, my understanding is it isn't completely stamped yet, that next week there's a, another meeting on it, but it looks like the way everything's going that by June 1st or the week of June 1st, we'll be able to bring students back to work out on, in our facilities, um, which is a great deal. It'd be voluntary workouts in the weight room and be able to go out and 
condition and run and throw the football around together. Uh, something that would be exciting. You know, we, we took the job here in, in January and we're all set to start spring football. Um, and then this all hit. So we haven't had one day of practice with our players at all. How tough has that been? Because as a new coach and a new system, you want to get going as soon as possible so that when fall camp rolls around, most of the guys are somewhat ready. You can only do so much via Zoom or social media. So how have you guys been able to adapt? Well, we've tried to be real positive with it and take the, take the idea that we're going to work hard at our teaching and, and challenge our players to learn and, you know, been creative with some tests and things we wanted to do with them. Um, and all of that's going well. I think that they've learned a lot about, you know, what the offensive uh, philosophy is, what plays we like, the defensive philosophy, what plays we like. Um, the things that's missing is we haven't watched them perform uh, on the field. We don't know, have any idea if they can do it, you know, what, what they can do physically and how they play the game of football is, is an unknown right now. So, um, but there's not a lot we can do about it. Uh, our guys have been good. They worked hard on their academics. They all made sure they were in a safe place. Um, and taking care of themselves and their family. Uh, so hopefully we get this behind us and get to move forward here soon. Coach Bobby Petrino joining us here. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. He's at Missouri State. Uh, coaches watch a lot of film as it is. And with the last two months not being able to do spring ball, how much of the old film of the Bears have you watched in preparation for what you want to go do once the season gets started? Yeah, you know, we watched what we did is we just watched the individual. So we made tapes of uh, the individual players, um, something that I call 15-5 tapes. So we made tapes of 15 good plays that they did, uh, five not-so-good plays. So we can evaluate them uh, on an individual basis. And not really watching, um, you know, game tape or, or scheme tapes uh, because it doesn't relate to anything that we would do. Um, so it's basically just been to try to get to know what type of talent we have here and how to utilize it, where the starting point is, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. Uh, why Missouri state? I thought it was a great challenge. You know, they haven't had a lot of success here and, uh, it's a place I'm very familiar with when I was head coach at university of Arkansas. Uh, I came up here, watched my daughter in a couple golf tournaments. Uh, both her and my son took a, a visit here to um, consider going to school here. So I went with my daughter to one of them. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, it's a great campus. We have 26,000 students in the football stadiums right in the middle of campus. Uh, so it's hard to kind of figure out, you know, why there hasn't been a lot of success here. Um, but I'm excited about it. I think it's an ultimate challenge, a great place to recruit to, and a great university to recruit to. Is this your final stop? Yeah, I'm getting up in those years, I guess, you know. It's one of those deals where, you know, I sat out a year ago, um, and I just knew that it wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to come back and, and continue to teach the game of football and, and uh, you know, teach life lessons to players and, you know, help coaches. Uh, I just missed it. I missed the game. I missed being around the other coaches. I missed teaching the, the players and, teaching them how to compete and how to excel. Uh, so it's great to be back. I was, I was truly excited for spring ball, and then we just changed the direction a little bit. So, um, But I'm still fired up about it. I think when we get our, our new guys here, which are, you know, we have about 
30 new guys that will be coming in. Um, it'll be fun to see what we got. How tough was it to recruit, Coach, with the COVID-19 situation? Well, the issue really was that, you know, there were 21 guys already signed when I took the job. So in, in our division, we can sign 30. So we had nine scholarships left. We went out, we did, made the decision to go out and sign eight more players. We really focused on defensive linemen and linebackers and a speed receiver. I think we did a good job with, with those eight guys. Uh, and then we saved a, a scholarship thinking that there would be a quarterback around um, that goes into the transfer portal because that's what quarterbacks do. Mm-hmm. Um, so after, you know, we were thinking after spring ball, there'll be a guy and it just not happened that we got a guy that I was, I recruited really hard out of high school. Um, an old four star player that decided to transfer and he chose to come here and, um, we're excited about that. He's very, very talented and a great leader. So I think that'll help us a lot. This is um, a, a, a different time as Bobby Petrino joins us here at Jason Walker Show, uh, the coach at Missouri State. Um, Dropping to the FCS level, it's obviously um, a very tough league, uh, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, but what's the biggest difference for you going to be, do you think? Well, I think just the, the going back to the evaluate players and projecting, um, you know, and some of the conferences that I've been in in the last last few stops, you know, you're recruiting really top high players throughout the country. Um, a lot of them already developed or, you know, close to being developed. And I think the greatest challenge here is to find those guys that are um, maybe only played one or two years of, of high school football or skinny, you know, tall, skinny tight ends with all kinds of athletic ability that were good basketball players. And, you know, recruit guys like that that grow into either playing tight end or playing offensive linemen or playing defensive linemen um, and then grow into being an NFL player. So uh, kind of go back, have to go back to the days I coached at, at the University of Idaho and how we recruited there and how we projected players there. Uh, so I think that's the biggest challenge. Um, and like I said, I think we got a great place to recruit too and a great area. You know, we're close to a lot of, cities that, that have speed and junior colleges right down the road in Kansas and Mississippi. So um, I think that's a, an area we'll look at too. There, uh, You're not the only Petrino in the in the conference. That's <laughs> uh, Jason and Jared over at uh, Southern Illinois. And uh, it's very cool. Uh, what's it like to coach against family? Well, I haven't done it yet. You know, I haven't, I haven't coached against them yet. Um, but we've uh, been battling a little bit in recruiting right now. Sure. Uh, it is funny because I was with them at the national convention um, in, in Nashville, and I was asking them all kinds of questions about the conference and about uh, Missouri State and what are they like and, you know, why haven't they been able to be successful. And, um, and they had no idea that the next night I was, I was interviewing with the president <laughs> and the athletic director for the job. So at least I got some good inside information and, um, you know, tried to get information from them before they found out I was coming here as the head coach. Because <laughs> now they're not going to share. <laughs> Bobby Petrino joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Did you give any thought to applying at Carroll after Coach Van Dees uh, retired? You know, 
I really didn't. I, and I, you know, I, I probably should have. I, I would love to have went back and, and did that. But I didn't even really think about it. You know, it was at the time when, you know, when, when you get let go of a job, you, you're angry and mad and mm. you can't understand it, especially the success we had at the University of Louisville. Um, so I really was, had made up my mind right away that I just need to stay away and take a year off and see where it falls. And, you know, fortunately, I could retire if I wanted to. Um, but I'm not ready to, and um, I'm excited to get back in it. I talked to Jared a couple of years ago, and we uh, we both teased Mike, who's now the head coach of the Lady Grizz on the interim basis. But he's the only one that didn't go of the Petrino clan into football. And how much do you give him a hard time still? <laughs> no, I don't give Mike a hard time about that at all. You know, he found his niche, and he's done great with yeah. it. He's been very successful, and, you know, I think that's that's exciting for him. It's, it's been fun, though, with the family, you know, my dad, my two uncles, and uh, my, my brother doing a great job at Idaho, and then, you know, seeing my nephews grow up and get in it. I've got a son that's coaching for me, so... Um, there's a lot of football, a lot of stories, a lot of fun. We need to get together more, and, and especially go back to Montana and get together and uh, be able to tell stories. You know, I think that would be fantastic is to get all of you guys together and just plop you in, you know, Lewistown at maybe the Yoga or something, and everybody just sit down, and I'd love to be a fly on the wall of those conversations. Just don't no video cameras, no recording devices at all. Just the stories that you guys could tell. I bet you that'd be one heck of a night. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. We'd probably do it in Fairmont, though. You know, that was kind of where we used to hang out and have fun. And, uh, you know, a place where you can enjoy yourself and and still drive into Lydia's and Butte and get some good spaghetti. So oh, there you go. That, that would be more of the game plan. <laughs> I like that. Bobby Petrino joining us, the Missouri State football coach. You're set to host Montana September the 12th. Um, as tough as your conference is, that's a game that uh, are you looking forward to? Because it was already scheduled, I'm sure, before you got the job. Yeah, it was already scheduled, but yeah, we're definitely looking forward to it. You know, it's been fun. We've been spending a lot of time on watching their video and game planning and going through stuff to get ready for that game. Um, you know, they're where we want to get to as a program, place where they fill the stadium every home game get to the playoffs with that great the tradition and, you know, um, play a great brand of football. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a great challenge for us. Uh, it'll show us where we stand. You know, we open the season with Oklahoma, and then we got Montana at home. So it's certainly a, a game that we'll be able to find out where we're at and, and evaluate. And certainly one that we're, we definitely want to there is uh, there's some great teams in your conference, Coach. We mentioned Southern Illinois, where Jason and Jared are at, but Northern Iowa, and then, oh, by the way, North Dakota State just happens to be in your conference, and you get them at home this year. Yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome conference. You know, it's uh, I guess I've heard people describe it as the SEC conference of the FCS, um, and when you look at it and see the national champions coming out of it, all the great competition, um, I see it as a, a great challenge, and you know, something that we're looking forward to. And we've got to get in a position where we can compete for the conference championship and go to the playoffs and find a way to win a national championship. That's what I'd love to see us do here. All right, so you said Louisville instead of Louisville. Um, so Louisville, is it Missouri State or Missouri State? Uh, I think we pronounce it Missouri. 
Missouri, okay. Because um, you got the whole Midwest, you guys are kind of weird with how you pronounce everything out there. Yeah, I know. And then I go and see my my mom and my sisters, and I think, man, did I used to talk like that? I can't, I can't remember that, you know? Sometimes I talk to my sister and feel like it's in the movie Fargo, you know? Jeez. So uh, I guess that's the thing that's great about, you know, being able to move around and all the different places that the game of football has brought me is to see all the difference um, in society. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I think I've been very fortunate. Um, but I do love Montana. It's a great place. And yep. my mom still lives there and my sister that still lives there. And, uh, it's a place that, you know, we try to get back to once a year. Uh, how's the golf game? Oh, man, not very good. <laughs> you've had, you've had time during COVID. Here. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it got very good a year ago. I spent most of my time down in Florida, uh, and the clock wasn't ticking very fast when you're um, semi-retired. So I actually even went over and practiced and, you know, played a lot and, and did very well. Um, but since I've been here, the hot one day and rain for three. So <laughs> haven't really been out there playing a whole lot. Bobby Petrino joining us here. A couple of final quick questions for you. But uh, when you look back on your time in Helena, what stands out the most? Uh, I guess just, the, you know, growing up in, in uh, the city of Helena, going to C.R. Anderson, Broadwater, grade school, being able to leave the, the school and run three blocks and be on Carroll College practice field, you know, with my dad. Uh, and then, you know, my experience at Capitol High School. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, we, uh, just started the high school. I guess I was an eighth grader when, or seventh grader when they started the high school, and we were the first class through to win a state championship. So that that was a lot of fun and something that's a great memory. Um, and then being able to play both basketball and football at Carroll College, yeah. and you know the pride that everybody takes in being a fighting saint, I think is something that I've always carried with me. Do you know how many championships the Petrino family has as a, as a whole? No, I don't. I, I don't. Really don't. I just I think it'd be something to look at between, you know, the high schools with with yours, and then of course you know Kyle and what he did, and and Mark. But um, it's just a crazy. Just I think it's the best coaching tree, and it's one family, and it's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and like I said, I I think it all started with my dad. Yep. His love for the game, but his love for teaching, you know, and, and teaching young men, you know, how you should be and how you should act. And he raised a lot of guys at his time at Carroll College. And, you know, it was, it was a great experience for me because we played with kids that worked all summer long. You know, I, I worked at Cloverleaf Dairy. I was a milkman going through college. And um, I think you learn a lot yep. by having to do that. And something that uh, I've carried with me throughout my entire career. Uh, so next year, we expect a game with uh, Paul in Idaho. Oh, that'd be fun! I'd love for it, but make them come out here. I mean, that would be the thing I'd rather do: is make them come out here to play us. Well, you guys have all. No, the... that would be great. Yeah, you have the pull in that. I, I don't know if I have any say in that one. Uh, Coach Petrino, appreciate the time. I've never gotten the chance to talk to you. This has been uh, uh, fun. And uh, hopefully we can chat. Hopefully there's a football season, and I'd like to talk to you before that uh, that Grizz game uh, coming up in September. But uh, stay safe, keep up the good work, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. 
Okay, thanks a lot. I, I really appreciate it. You have a great one. You too. That is Coach Bobby Petrino, the Missouri State football coach. And uh, interesting, you know, like he said, you they haven't been able to meet with the team yet. And he's, you know, he took over in January. They weren't able to get spring ball. And they've just been able to, you know, FaceTime, Zoom, Skype. Does anybody Skype still anymore? I don't know. But uh, interesting. Uh, appreciate Coach Petrino, though, taking the time out to uh, chat with us here on the Jason Walker Show and the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And when we do, we'll check in with Senator Steve Daines, the uh, great senator from the state of Montana, will join us and uh, ch- talk minor league baseball and maybe even pizza. Yeah, I'm going to ask him about pizza in Bozeman because it is National Pizza Party Day. And uh, we'll talk to Coach Daines about that. Or <laughs> Coach Daines. Well, <laughs> Senator Danes, when we return, this last segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from, many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. 
finally Friday on the Jason Walker Show. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks to uh, Bobby Petrino, legendary college football coach, joining us uh, a little bit earlier. If you missed anything, you can always rewatch or re-listen, jasonwalkershow.com. Of course, you can always watch live every day at 4 on Facebook and YouTube. And listen, podbean.com, Network One Sports, also treasurestateradio.com. And here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a big announcement. I don't know if it's big enough. We're going to have an announcement. So that's cool. Uh, great guest next week lined up already, too. Uh, John Russell will join us next Thursday. Uh, longtime radio guy down in Bozeman, and he's got a book out. And I just want to chat with him about the history of Montana. It's really good stuff. John Russell will join us. Good friend. Um, Tuesday, uh, MSU Northern Wrestling Coach Tyson Tiverge. And Monday, Cassie Turner, Miss Last Chance Stampede. But we're going to talk high school rodeo finals, which got the approval to go at uh, from Fallon County down at Baker. And then Wednesday, uh, future LPGA star uh, Haley Ostrom will join us. And uh, well, I'm not going to ruin that surprise. There's another great uh, guest we're going to talk to, maybe next Friday or the week after. So, just great stuff. Um, all right. So, baseball. We don't know if there's even going to be a major league season, let alone Pioneer League in the minors or Legion. But one thing we do know is that our congressional delegation from the state of Montana. On both sides of the party, uh, both sides of the aisle, both parties, uh, Senator John Tester and uh, Representative Greg Gianforti, along with uh, Senator Steve Daines, all together supporting the saving of minor league baseball, especially the Pioneer League. Had a chance to catch up with the great senator from Montana, Steve Daines. He joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. How are you? I am doing uh, wonderful, sir. It is a pleasure to, to chat with you. Um, how are you out there in D.C.? You know, uh, doing okay. I, uh, I'm thankful I get back to Montana every weekend, even while we're in session. So I go back and forth. And uh, But, you know, we had that five weeks after we passed that big care pack at the end of March where we were just doing everything from home. And uh, just kind of this brave new world we're in, you know. You're seeing it in your job and using Zoom a lot to have meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the Zoom deal. It's a, I, I, it's a little above my pay grade right now, Senator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you need, you need to find a teenager. That's what I did. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, uh, take me through this, this proposal that you've uh, submitted last week to uh, Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball to really extend the current agreement two more years because, like we all know, we don't know if we're going to even have a baseball season at any level right now. Well, we don't, and uh, and, and that's why we got to keep the full-court press on at the moment with uh, Major League Baseball Commissioner Manfred and the Minor League Baseball President O'Connor. And the, the, the letter simply said, um, okay, because of COVID-19, we want to extend the current agreement out to 2022. It was set to expire uh, this fall, September of 20, mm-hmm. and there were negotiations about extending to, the, to 2021. But I think with everything going on with COVID, let's just put a stake in the ground, extend the current agreement out to 22, and that will give us time to sort through all the details. I mean, you think about the heritage that baseball has in Montana. You know, Jason, I 
I grew up in Bozeman, uh, went to kindergarten through college here. And uh, in my days, we're remembering watching you know, Dave McNally, you know, yeah. Pride of Billings, and Jeff Ballard, and those guys. And then you look at the these these uh, Hall of Famers that came through rookie league in Montana. You know, George Brett's out of Billings, right? Yeah. Ryan Sandberg out of Helena. You got Pedro Martinez out of Great Falls. And I mean, I, I'm a guy who grew up you know, in my dad, who served in the Marine Corps. In fact, he listed there in Billings, Montana, way back when. But you know, we, we used to talk about Charlie Pride, right? Oh, the yeah. story when he played for Missoula back in you know, 1960. And so this rich heritage we have in Montana that actually goes back to the late 1800s. You know, that's what we got to keep fighting to keep this going forward. It, it, I think it's bigger than baseball. This is really about the fabric of our communities and pulling us together. You mentioned George Brett. It is actually his birthday today, so uh, so there you go. Uh, Senator Steve Davis joining us here on the uh, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, this is the most um, I have seen both sides of Congress, and bo- really both sides of the aisle, work together in quite some time. It is really on the minor league baseball deal. Is this something that, because it affects everybody in every state, that we can all find a common ground on this? Well, boy, you sure hope so, right? Uh, this is where people should set aside the red jerseys, the blue jerseys, and say, let's do the right thing for America's pastime. And uh, and so it, it, it's nice to see certain issues that bring Congress together. Unfortunately, Jason, that list is, is becoming shorter and shorter. Uh, this issue, I, I don't think anybody cares if it's a Republican or Democrat at the moment. They just want to solve the problem and keep minor league baseball, these rookie leagues especially, mm-hmm. uh, in, in these communities that, that will be hit the hardest. I mean, by definition, these rookie league teams are normally in smaller communities, and so it, it, we, we are disproportionately hit harder if they were ever to pull out. With this proposal in, in two more years, and like we've talked about, we don't know, Senator, if we're even going to play baseball uh, this summer. What would it I mean, we, we know that you were trying to get the the extension f- for a year, but now two years. But what ideally needs to happen in the next few months for this to, to be able to even be possible? Yeah, I tell you, I, um, it raises a bigger question about what it's going to take to get fans back into ballparks, what's going to get people back into co- summer concerts. And, uh, I mean, think about we're going to lose a uh, – a little league baseball season here as well. Think about the kids. I, I, uh, I'm a baseball dad. My, my kids played in you know, traveling teams here in Montana during those great years. And when you look back as a mother or a father, some of your greatest memories you have is leaning over that chain link fence and watching your kid play baseball. It just is. And that's what life's all about. And, and we just have to get back to that, uh, that uh, sense of normal again. Uh, and so there's a bigger question around what it's going to take to get everybody back fully engaged. And I think the importance of some more, you know, more testing, we've got vaccines and some of these new drugs are coming out in the market, which are going to be very important. But I think in the, in the short term, it'll help if MLB starts playing. I know they're talking about playing in, in fanless stadiums, but you know, it's a step in the right direction. Let's get the guys out there playing again. Uh, and then let's follow suit with being able to go to the game sure as quickly as possible and in you know, kind of a safe way. But I, I, the other part for what we face here in Montana, we want to get these uh, owners and to get these leaders in MLB and, and uh, as well as in minor league baseball come out to Montana, mm-hmm. spend some time in Billings, go see uh, Dealer Park, go to uh, Missoula, uh, see uh, Ogren Park, you know, go to the go to the Great Falls uh, Voyagers and see the Veterans Memorial Park. So I, I think if they see 
what a big deal this is for our community. It's one thing to be looking at a spreadsheet back at headquarters, uh, you know, back east. It's another thing to look the fans in the eyes, look at these communities. Uh, and I think that will help uh, help ensure they make the right decision here for Montana. You know, I grew up in Bozeman, too, and the one thing we never got was a, a Pioneer League team in Bozeman. I mean, we built Heroes Park with the anticipation of it, of it happening, but uh, it, it never did come. Uh, the Pioneer League senator is leaving Montana more and more, and we only have three teams remaining. Uh, how, how, how important is it to keep those three that we have? Because those three, especially Great Falls and Billings, two of the three, are really the bread and butter of baseball in the state. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, you, you, I think if you look at it uh, through two important lenses, you know, one is just this pastime of bringing us together during the summertime. And, and as you know, you know, Jason, our, our summers in Montana can be a little bit short side anyway. Yeah. So let's make sure we've got all, all options here to enjoy America's favorite pastime in baseball. But let's not forget the economic impact, right, about around what this generates in our, in our local economies, uh, what the Mustangs do, mm-hmm. uh, what the Paddleheads do. I mean, these are, these are significant economic drivers for our communities, and, and, and it's compounded with the current COVID-19 crisis, right? I mean, we've got 90,000 Montanans that are out of work right now. Yeah. And so this is not the right time to, for like a gut punch to these communities uh, when we need everything, both in terms of just lifting our spirits, be able to go to a ball game, as well as the economic impact that uh, is in the millions of dollars uh, across Montana. Senator Steve Daines, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. A couple of quick final questions for you, but will football start on time in the state of Montana? And if there's a chance, do you, would you like to see more than one Cat Grizz game per year? <laughs> well, after last fall, I'd like to see a Cat Grizz game every weekend. <laughs> I was, I, so I know every Grizz listen now is going to be upset. But let's say, let's be clear. I, I, I think Dave, I'm the, the first Bobcat to ever serve in the House and the Senate in Washington, D.C. You know, the Grizzlies have always sent folks back. That's what law school is. I'm an engineer, not a lawyer. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a proud Bobcat, although my dad's a Grizzly. He, uh, oh. My mom was uh, pregnant with me in Missoula, putting my dad through school once upon a time. So I, I probably heard that tummy of a Grizzly Bear nonsense before I was even born. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of the great rivalries, right, yeah. in Montana and in the nation. And uh, actually, after last fall, and I know as Bobcats, we have to maintain our humility because we've got some pretty dark streaks in the past. Oh, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, we were we were walking through the dark valley there for many many years if you remember oh, very yeah. well. But well. Uh, but it was such it was such a it's such a great rivalry. Uh, so COVID nineteen, what's uh, it, it is National Pizza Party Day, and you being in Bozeman, I have a feeling what you might say. But what's one of the best pizza joints in the state of Montana? Well, I mean, we've got a few right here in Bozeman, Florida. You know, with. Uh, uh, with McKenzie River here in Bozeman, mm-hmm. once upon a time, but uh, you know we 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 spread it out. I'll tell you, we uh, uh, we'll, we'll go to, uh, to get, grab a Roses pizza occasionally, and then if you want to go way back, old school, of course, the pizza oven here in Bozeman. Oh yeah. When I was uh, you know a kid growing up here in the '60s and '70s, uh, that was kind of the go-to, uh, and that was back. You know, Village Inn was just coming to town way back when. That was kind of a big deal. So I, I'm kind of an old school guy. Really, so that, that's the old Bozeman, though, Jason, uh, way before a lot of these other operations came to town. Another one for you. It's right up there by campus, Columbo's. It's been around a long time. So Columbo's, uh, great oh. shout-out. My my, uh, my, um, 
best one of my best friends dad they uh, played on their uh their softball team they, they had a uh a, 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 a kind of like quote-unquote old guy softball yep. team and now when i say that I, I i'd be i'd be too old to be in the old guy team but when i was in high school <laughs> and and that was that that was back with uh with you know with with Columbus and so forth going way yeah, back yep, and uh, so you're you're exactly right that back when the A and W used to be right right oh, uh, right down right in the corner there wow I yeah love it. yep uh, I know you're a busy guy Senator I appreciate the time and uh, thank you for updating us hope to stay in touch stay safe and uh, keep up the good work out there in D C for us hey Jason thanks much good to chat with you. That was a uh, fun conversation uh, with uh, Senator Steve Daines. We appreciate him joining us uh, on a Friday. Busy, busy, busy. Um, but, yeah, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see if his letter has any impact. And I know there's a lot of people in Congress behind the the proposal to extend for two more, two more years for uh, minor league baseball and major league baseball to work together. Uh, saw this earlier today. Uh, MS, speaking of Bozeman, Montana State's fall semester, this is uh, apparently official. So Montana State University's fall semester will begin two weeks earlier than normal and then will end, uh, let's see, right before Thanksgiving in an attempt to limit the spread of the coronavirus, according to an email that President Waded Cruzado sent out today. So classes in Bozeman will begin August 17th. The last day of the semester and final exams will end Wednesday, November 25th. And then spring semester 2021 in Montana State, set to begin January 11th and end May 10th. So that's normal. But that's an extended winter break, and they're talking maybe a winter session like they do summer sessions. Was it MSU Snowmesters, what they said in, uh, in there? Uh, so this new schedule will be a combination of uh, some online and some in-person classing. And uh, according to the email, it will uh, – well, think about this. And it actually makes sense. Uh, Cruzado said in her email, the new schedule also reduces the possibility of having the flu and COVID-19 on campus simultaneously. Uh, the decision has come after consultation with public health experts, university leadership, the Bozeman School District, Gallatin City County Health Department, and students who have indicated they prefer in-person classes to online instruction. So don't be surprised maybe if we see more of the campuses around Montana doing this. So Montana State's fall semester will start August 17th, and then it will end November 25th, that came out today, President Wadad Cruzado. She's a pretty smart lady. All right, uh, so we saw that. And that's big news because that means, if that's the case, that MSU football, volleyball, cross-country, spring, or fall sports would be able to be on campus and get going. We heard Bobby Petrino say Missouri State's going to open up potentially the first week of June, which allows... Everything. So maybe we're starting to get back to some normalcy. And I said at the outset of the show, I'm tired of sounding like liberal media and putting that fear factor into you because that's not my intention. I'm just pointing out facts, that, and now we're starting to get some questions. Some. Not all, but some. All right, let's get to On This Day in History. It is, uh, what is it, uh, May 15th? 
On this date, brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. It is National Chocolate Chip Day. It is Nylon Stocking Day. I actually wore those during basketball when I played, and I still do. Tell you why. If you wear two pairs of socks, you put some nylons in between the socks, it prevents the sticking so you don't get blisters. It is Peace Officer Memorial Day, and we send every piece of thank you to our peace officers and really all of our essential workers. It is NASCAR Day, Bike to Work Day, Defense Transportation Day, Endangered Species Day, and National Pizza Party Day. So there you go. On this date in 1862, the first baseball enclosure opened at Union Ground, Brooklyn. And that day in 1862 also marked the first time the national anthem, some 70 years prior to being officially termed the national anthem, was played before a baseball game. 1862. 1905, Las Vegas was founded. And we've not all been the same since. 1912, Ty Cobb, the Dennis Rodman of his era, uh, Ty Cobb rushed a heckler at a New York Highlander game and was suspended. Uh, the uh, 1937 at the 62nd Preakness, War Admiral would win, also won the Triple Crown that year. 1941, Joe DiMaggio started his 56-game hitting streak on this date. 1948, the 73rd Preakness, another Triple Crown winner, Citation, with Eddie Acaro aboard, would win the second leg of the Triple Crown. 1953, in his first heavyweight world title defense, Rocky Marciano knocked out Jersey Joe Walcott in the first round. 1959, the 100th anniversary of the first college baseball game, Amherst and Williams. They uh, reenacted that original contest. On this date, 1973, Nolan Ryan of the then California Angels tossed his first no-hitter. He had seven, a record that will never be broke. Uh, 1981. Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island aired. Why in the heck did they just not leave with the Globetrotters? Why did they stay? I mean, they had dozens of opportunities to leave. The best was with the Globetrotters. That uh, episode aired on this date in 1981. Uh, Happy birthdays today. There is a lot of great athletes uh, born on this date. 1953. George Brett, Hall of Fame third baseman from the Kansas City Royals, 13-time All-Star, born in Glendale, West Virginia. I got to caddy for George Brett in a golf tournament in Bozeman, Jan Stenerud Celebrity Golf Tournament. I um, I didn't pay for anything for two days. I made bank, and the only thing, the first time I met George Brett, I walk up to him, and, I, and we introduced each other, and he goes, you can ask me about anything but the Yankees. I effing hate the Yankees. So we didn't for two days. I know he had a great time at Stacy's Bar that uh, that weekend as well, out in uh, Gallant Gateway. 1956, happy birthday to the man, the idol, the best in the business, Dan Patrick. 1967, John Smoltz was born. 1969, Emmett Smith was born. 1975, Ray Lewis. 1987, Andy Murray. 1976, on this day, Ryan Leaf was born. I'd still love to get Ryan on the show. He won't come on, but because he likes to, you know, he's, he's only he only does media when it makes him look good. But happy birthday to one of the, if not the biggest bust in NFL history. 
Uh, one death on this date, 2003, a member of the family, actually, June Carter Cash, uh, died at uh, 73 today on this date in 2003. June Carter Cash, um, we are related to the Carter family in the Walker household. Walker family. So there you go. All right, uh, that was On This Day in History, brought to you by the Motherload. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is brought to you by our great friends over at Cafe Zydeco. Make sure you get over to all of our great food sponsors and check them out. And by the way... Go to Green Meadow Country Club, get signed up, and if you had already signed up, we could have been partners this week at Moose Milk Golf Tournament for members only. Uh, Next year, get signed up. Tell them you heard it on the Jason Walker Show. We'll golf a lot. had a buddy text me this morning at like 6.30. He's like, hey, you want to go get 18 in? And I was like, "Eh, if I didn't have a doctor's appointment, I totally would have. But then it rained all day, so anyway, uh, Green Meadow Country Club, get signed up. Uh, The Badlands Bowl got canceled, and uh, not surprised. It was going to be the last year anyway. They are not going to reschedule, which, perfect. Uh, The Augusta Rodeo was canceled. Not postponed. It was canceled. And I go back to what I've been saying the last couple of weeks. I don't want to sound like a member of the liberal media, and I never will again, I promise, because I don't want to throw fear at you. But what it is about, or what is it about this coronavirus, COVID-19, that we just don't have an answer to? The entire world shut down. The entire sports world shut down. The PBR back this weekend in Guthrie, Oklahoma, live on CBS Sports Network, and then championship round live on CBS. And, hey, monkey, come on in. Here's little Winnie. I don't know what you're doing. Are you going over to books? Yep. Okay, she's going to read probably a good baseball book. There's like some Carson Cunningham books there. She can read some of those. But, uh, anyway, so that's my that's where I'm staying. I'm not... I'm not preaching fear like liberal media. I just want answers to a lot of legitimate questions. What are you doing, goofball? Oh, she's a little sad. It's tired day. All right, so uh, there you go. Great week of guests. Thanks to Steve Keller, Pete Van Mullum, NAI President Jim Carr, Sam Herter, Bobby Petrino, Senator Steve Daines. Next week... Cassie Turner joins us. This last chance stampede. We're going to talk some high school rodeo finals. Tyson Tevers, Northern Rodeo Coach, John Russell next week. And uh, Haley Ostrom will join us. Yep, I'm looking forward to chatting with her. Have yourself a great weekend. Stay safe. And think about this. If you don't like what I say, come on the show and talk to me about it. Don't be a keyboard warrior. Nobody likes you if you're a keyboard warrior. And nobody believes you. And nobody's going to take your ass serious. Have yourself a great weekend. We will see you Monday, Jason Walker Show. Rewatch JasonWalkerShow.com. Bye. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.